listening to Plan B Podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to Plan B.SG. Quite a lot of areas that the, that the Russians have taken. Yeah, we're going to go down. Mm. Like, those are not leaders. Mm-hmm. Those are shit starters. Mm. Yeah. France this time denied, defied. And at the end of the day, we have a three-way relationship. <laughs> okay, let's, let's stop this right here. Okay, it's a very small conversation. So, I mean, the, the reason that actually we reached out as well is because your cousin, mm-hmm. who, who is a friend of mine, okay. actually reached out and was like, hey, like uh, my, my cousin recently won uh, mm. MasterChef. He's the first Sikh who won this. Mm. Um, you know, why not you speak to him, interview him for, for the show? Okay. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's interesting because we don't, I mean, I think you are also the first Sikh to be on the show. I don't think we've interviewed a Sikh yeah, before. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I mean like, it's a very small community. Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes for most people, y'all are just lumped together with Indians. Yeah, generally we are. Mm. But I mean, I think culturally actually- Is there something wrong with that? No. I mean, strictly speaking, no lah. I mean, I think y'all are counted as I, like yeah, for yeah, IC purposes or whatever. Yeah, for IC purposes we are, yeah. But so culturally- is the cuisine? Like, is there- Culturally very mark, distinct, right? A marked difference, a mark, like a taste kind of like mm. difference. Oh, there's massive, massive differences mm. when you go, even in, if when you go to Punjab, if you start right at the north, which is Amritsar, Mm. If you go down to Meta, Ludhiana, different, different parts of Punjab, food mm. is different. Absolutely different. Mm. Much less, you go all the way down to Tamil Nadu. Of course, there's massive different. Yeah. <laughs> you notice the silence a while, right? Yeah. Like me and Zah just didn't get that. <laughs> yeah. No, as in because in Singapore, most people think, oh, all Indians same, right? But uh, actually, like the Indian community is very diverse. Yeah, you have mm, people yeah. who, who like their ancestors migrated from all different parts of the subcontinent. Yes. Mm. So you have like the the Tamils, Tamilians who are like from Tamil Nadu mm. who came, they're like right at the tip at the south. Yeah. Mm. And then you have Punjab region who is like mm. up, really yeah. up north. Mm. Yeah, to, to add to that, I think you would actually find more similarities in food in Pakistan mm. than ah, yeah? you would uh, to North India than you oh. would to any anywhere else in Central India or even in yes. Delhi. Mm. In Delhi, you'll get all the very rich, you know, creamy Mughlai food. Ah. Yeah. You know, like your butter chickens and stuff oh, like that. You'll yes, get all yes, of that. Yes. The lamb koftas and all ah. of that. Oh, stuff yo, that needs a lot of... You see him already. He's <laughs> thinking about it. Oh, lama. Oh, I'm yeah, just your Norris Road chapatis with yeah. the kima. Yeah, ah. That's Delhi. Bro, I love paya, bro. Paya. Paya, oh, paya is nice as well. Yeah. Yeah. What's paya? Paya is a uh, lamb hoof. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like too long, but you up it a notch. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, I want to know your preparations uh, in entering MasterChef. Was yeah. there like a lot of research done or you just went into the competition and you're thinking yourself, I'm just going to wing it based on what I already know. Mm. So much of preparation, but uh-huh. not a single thing I studied came up. Yeah, I studied, I tried different techniques, I, uh. I bought stuff that my wife is still pissed at me for. I was like, you used it once, can you sell it? Put uh. it on carousel right uh. now. Uh. Know, and stuff. And you go like, well, maybe if I sign now, I can get a little bit of money extra. <laughs> yeah, you know, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, then, but what do you have to prepare? Yeah, what you prepare? So, I mean, I mean, you learn techniques like sous-viding, mm. you know, things that ah. can give you like extra moist, something that will give you an edge in the competition. Right. Mm. I also experimented with uh, sodium alginate, which is like the creation of spheres mm. out of little oh. saucers and stuff. Oh, the like one that. that you talked about before. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Spherification and reverse spherification, which takes a much longer time. Oh. So in hindsight, 
Actually, hmm. the preparation not very good lah. Cause only got one hour to go. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. eventually, you did a prawn, uh, prawn biryani, right? The one that you mentioned, fenugreek uh, prawn the biryani. Fenugreek. Uh, so I did a prawn fenugreek masala with lotus root chips instead of papadum. Mm. Uh-huh. And oh, then nice. I did an apple gel for a bit of acidity. Oh. And uh, so yeah, there was one technique I, I remember mm. like apple gel. Was <laughs> there any preparation with regards to the judges? Like you were thinking, what sort of palate will they like? So you mm. so specific. Yeah, so know. I mean of course you you try to prepare as much as you can you know beyond Damien you know Audra what kind of stuff they mm. like but then when we reached the first episode they they threw a spanner and all of that because this oh. year they did teams oh, okay. so the judges chose teams out of 18 they chose six and then the six were in in individual judges teams ah. and then suddenly you need to think like okay now I really need to focus my my dishes on impressing my particular judge you know oh yeah. so was a panel per se yeah sort so of one judge judge six people like that sort of in in some way mm. was that I mean that feels a bit weird right I mean isn't the whole point of a judge then they wouldn't be consistent right yeah so the idea was that It was actually more for the first few episodes and then for the team challenges so that there was more camaraderie built within the teams. I see. And so we understand each other's flavors a bit better so that the food that we produce then mm. in turn becomes better, you see. Wow, mm. we're really Singapore. Like everybody kumbaya. Ah. <laughs> Singapore like that, man. No, because like, I mean, I don't really watch uh, like mm-hmm. cooking shows, but uh. I mean, the the what my impression of cooking show is like Gordon Ramsay. It's like everybody's kind of killing each other over, over the thing. Mm. It's, that is what, Uh, you know, as they said, that's the Hollywood version of cooking yeah. shows. Uh, I worked in a real kitchen. It's not like that. Mm. What was the most uh, memorable moment in MasterChef? Um, mm. There were a lot of moments, actually. Mm. Uh, the eliminations were particularly hard because okay. uh, we, we all really, we just became so close. But I think one of the key moments uh, that brought up by one of my, uh, was brought up by one of my competitors was Mandy when we were asked this question on radio last time mm. was, not on set. It was the offset where we sat down at this massive round table like those, uh-huh. you know, like a Chinese wedding kind of this massive oh, table. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're just talking food all day, every day. Ooh. So like, oh, you tried this recipe, you tried that, wow. you check out this cookbook, check out, you know, like Ruben would bring in like this stack of cookbooks and everybody mm. just be flipping through. It's like, oh, have you tried this? Have you tried that? And it's just finally finding another 10, 12 people mm. who talk about food as much as you. Mm. <laughs> you know, like so some passion. Now, yeah, bro. a lot of passion, man. I mean, when I go overseas, I'll uh. see farmers market, tell my wife, okay, let's go. And then yeah. I'll go, wow, look at the produce. And she's like, why are you looking at vegetables? And then I, you know, but I finally found like 10 people will go like, yeah, the produce in this country is really good, man. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Oh my God, wow, I totally yeah. feel you because when I talk about something that I'm really passionate about, yeah. I get the same look from the people. <laughs> <laughs> They also look at me like, ah, okay, go, 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 go. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. So what was the plan right now, right yeah. after MasterChef? Are you going to take a short break or, you know? Uh, I think if I take a short break, I'll be shooting myself in the yeah, food. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like you're on full steam now. You should be right pushing. Right Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the the wins come with, um, you know, all the spoils as well. So mm. there are some stuff, uh, there's some stuff that's coming my way from the competition itself. Mm. Right. Um, but, a few people have reached out to me to do collaborative efforts. Hmm. So actually till December, I'm pretty much booked out in terms of uh, doing private dinings for people in their homes. Wow. Private dining in their homes. Yeah. yeah. How so, does that work? So like I, this week, I think in a couple of weeks, I have uh, something for Diwali. Somebody is inviting me to their home to cook hmm. for 20 people. Oh. Like a six course okay. meal, you know, serve it out. They want to have like the whole MasterChef experience. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. How much would something like that cost? Uh-huh. What's the range like? <laughs> um, for that guy, the menu is uh, 168 plus. Per, per person. Yeah, per hit. 
Nice. We should do it, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm okay, bro. Why is book? Until December. Well, oh, since you guys after. mentioned that, I'm actually doing a pop-up at one of the sponsors, which is, um, uh, I can't say who yet. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell you guys off air, because then by the time it should be out there already, uh, on the 15th, 16th and 17th of December, mm. and then 25th, uh, 22nd to 25th of December. So the sponsor wants me to do this series called The MasterChef Hits. So okay. it's a 10-course meal, including snacks, main courses, desserts. Nice. It's fine dining. 10 right. course. Huh? Yeah, cool. 10 course. How do you right. even finish 10 courses? Oh, you can lah. I mean, yeah. it's small, small. It starts small, it gets bigger as you go to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Portion lah. Of course yeah. lah, portion. But I mean, I'm just, for me, I'm just really looking forward for desserts. Ah. But the problem mm-hmm. with Indian desserts, generally speaking, gulab is, jamun. Oh my God, the amount of sugar. <laughs> yeah, bro. Okay, but you haven't tried my gulab jamun. It's not very sweet. Is it? Uh, no, it's not a healthier choice, is it? Uh, I Singapore. wouldn't say it's healthier choice, <laughs> but it's more balanced. Lah. What's what's your unique uh, selling point for your gulab jamun? Mm. It's, as he said, it's not cloyingly sweet. Lah. Mm-hmm. So when you eat it, you it it's spongy instead mm-hmm. of, you know, like sweet. And then sometimes it's sweet and it's rubbery a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So mine is spongy. It just breaks in your mouth almost. Oh, nice. Yeah. nice. Oh my God. Then the syrup is the clear one or the... It's... The so, milky one. No, the milky one will be rasmalai. It's not oh. gulab jamun already. Oh. Yeah. So that one nice one. It's nice, but rasmalai is a lot more work. <laughs> okay, but I mean, basically now you have put Punjabi uh, cuisine on the on the map in that sense, also, sure, yeah. locally speaking. Uh, but do you do you get people kind of still not understanding the difference or kind of just? Oh, I mean, look, mm. it's a very good example of what you guys just spoke about, right? Mm. Ras Malai and Gulab Jamun, they're not traditional Punjabi sweets. Oh, mm. really? Yeah, they actually like uh, Ras Malai is. You can find it in so many parts of India and everywhere mm. you go, it does it differently. Mm. Oh. And Gulab Jamun is just the generally like, yeah, this Indian food. Lah. Mm. But it's actually oh. it's actually a Mughlai dessert. That right. is, that's the origin of it. But if you go to South India, it becomes darker because they add sugar to the flour. Mm. And the sugar caramelizes in it. So it becomes Kala Jamun, which is black jamun basically. Right, right, right. So what yeah. would be a good example of a, of a traditional Sikh dessert? Yes. Sikh is a religion. So a traditional Punjabi dessert would probably be kheer, which is like a rice pudding okay. with a lot of, oh, yes. you know, almonds and pistachios. I and love that. that. Yeah. Oh, you have eaten that? <laughs> yes. The, 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 you have a very similar dish in many Middle Eastern countries. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, yeah oh. Yes, what, yes, what's yes, it called in, uh, uh, it's not kheer probably, right? Mohalabia. Ah, okay. okay. And maybe you, in Singapore, we'd be more familiar with the South Indian one. It's called payasam. Oh, yes. Yeah. I just had that this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought you diet. A bit lah bro, taste lah. <laughs> I thought he quit a lot of things. Okay lah. I yeah. taste, don't like this lah. Yeah, la. yeah, 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 Zach, yeah. listen lah. <laughs> no, bro, don't do this. Another right. very unique uh, dessert that you would find, mm. I, I feel, I've been to not a lot of places in India outside of Punjab, but a few, mm. and I've only found this in Punjab, mm. or near where a Sikh temple would be, mm. outside of Punjab, is, uh, you guys know Jalebi, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh, Jason Derulo made sure everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> so in Punjab, in the winter, they make these piping hot jalebis mm. and they soak it in hot milk. Ooh. Okay. So you eat it. It's a, so jalebi is like funnel cake. Mm. So it will soak up all the milk. Ooh. And oh, then yes. by the time you finish eating it, your milk is so orange really because the colouring oh. went there inside. Ah. Is really awesome. yeah. Yeah. So that is something that I've seen uniquely in, in, in Punjab. So do you mm. want to only specialise in your... Traditional cuisine or do you plan to like, you know, yeah. do some fusion shit? So, or? I mean, fusion is the way forward lah. But yes. realistically, mm. I would want to keep the flavors Punjabi yeah. but mm. the techniques fusion. Nice. I wish yeah. I wish there were more fusion stuff. 
Yeah, oh. I mean, I've, th- I've complained to you this many times mm-hmm. before. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I, I mean, I, I like my mama food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sometimes I get a bit tired also because every mama you go to is basically the same stuff. Hey, so here's the thing. What are you looking for? Uh, Maggie goreng with truffle? Or something. <laughs> 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 That's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Hey, okay, yeah. Try, it's a bit too much umami, right, guys? <laughs> yeah. It's a bit too much saltiness going on, right? No, but don't, don't use the flavoring. Uh. But there must be some change. Right? I mean, like, uh. mama food already is a very distinctly Southeast Asian uh, food. Mm. No, I agree with you. I don't disagree with you. So the the fusion is more. is important. and But the problem is sometimes we do it wrongly. Uh, yeah, so we so try to do it for the sake of doing it. When you do fusion, right, sometimes you anger traditionalists who are, yes. you know. Yeah. Oh, yes. Do you get comments around hey why you do like that actually by right uh, the proper one is like this you know yeah so so my my plan is uh. I will do the fusion and don't invite that guy make money both sides like a true yeah. uh, true businessman <laughs> uh, okay, yes yeah. but that's but that's that is part of the whole thing of like tradition mm. and, and progress uh, like how do you please everybody you cannot you see but you must be able to make mm. that decision mm. because if not like you're gonna be stuck Mm. I disagree. I, so I was on another podcast recently, right? Mm. We, we were talking about the same thing. And I think what has come out of it is actually amazing. The amount of fusion that has come out, it has brought a lot of new flavors mm. to different parts of the world, right? Okay. But like you said, it's angered so many traditionalists <laughs> and the modern traditionalists, the younger ones, uh-huh. have now deep dive into the traditional cuisines to find out more. I see. Okay. So, which is something that would not have happened mm. if somebody didn't get pissed off. Mm. Oh. Yeah, that, that's my opinion anyway. You okay. see, but we have more understanding on like very deep rooted, like um, like there's this amazing vegetarian place in uh, just after Serangoon Road, okay. opposite the Perumal Temple. Okay, it's called Podi and Poreal. Okay, full veg South Indian. Every time you go, the menu is different because it's about sustainability. Mm. They oh. get what produce they get, they cook with that, right? I see. Okay. But the but every day different. Every day is different. Solid. Right. It's amazing, right? Yeah, and yeah. but the dishes are pure, pure, pure South Indian. Mm. You won't get a mix. You won't get anything else. But it's somebody who got, like you said, pissed off. Like, yeah. nah, too much mixture already. You know, mm. like who puts cheese on a dosa? Grateful, got pissed off. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> and then that guy, that guy got pissed off. He studied. He went. He found the right people. Mm. And right now, probably the best brew coffee you will have for lunch in the whole of Australia. Oh, serious? Huh? There you go. I go tomorrow. You go tomorrow. <laughs> but this is what happens, right? Mm. This is this is the amazing thing about food. It's an emotion. Mm. And the emotion leads to someone creating something either from the past yeah. or something that they really trust and believe in or mm. something completely new that makes people go like, oh, wow. Okay. Mm. Oh, so happiness. Yeah. So I guess there's space for people getting pissed off. Uh, mm. Which is good. Uh. Okay. So now I want to ask you one mm. last question. Sure. Mm. What's the difference in the different type of wadi? I'm probably not the right person to ask for this, oh. but I will try. Okay. Um, I know that uh, we have a Asian kind of vada in Singapore, which ah. is the one without the hole. Okay. So that is like a patty, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently this is also the traditional way that is done in South India. I, I recently learned that. Yep. Um, the one that we get that is here with like, like the donut one mm. is supposedly more of like a commercial way of doing it. Mm. It's just an easier way of doing it lah. That's why I have prawn, bro. Who puts the prawn there? 
I really it's don't. A local, <laughs> I think it's a local thing. I really That's think right. it's a local thing. Actually, like, yeah, he's Mr. Wrong. You sure not, Mr. Wade. No, Mr. Wade, right? Like yeah. they're expanding to Malaysia. And yes, I, I recall yes. there was some controversy. People were saying like this is not real Wade. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an original Wade. Original Wade. Original Wade. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, they cannot. No, because they think the fella took it too far with his name, like the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of controversy. I mean, the traditionalists, ah, basically. Beyond this area, right? I don't. I've never seen Wade with Prono. I mean, Malaysia got, got. Yeah, like, like our mm. our region, you know, yeah, like our Singapore, region, Malaysia. It, it, it exists, but yeah, outside of, I think a lot of traditionalists are also of a certain dietary restriction. So to see mm. meat on on a vade, it's like, hey, this is a vegetarian dish, man. Why are you oh, guys? Oh, doing? Yeah, it's like it's like something that we just covered today on Plan B, also, as in not on the show, but like uh. on one of our posts. Uh-huh. Uh, pork nasi kandar. Look at the stress. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> this is the same reaction from the people who saw the prawn on the yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm going to eat it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like walking into yeah. an Indian fine dining restaurant and say, what's your main for today? Today, beef short rib. Huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. Why la, like that? Well, Inubal, it's been uh, a pleasure having yes. you on board. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for coming down and all the best in whatever uh, endeavors you're going to pursue in the future. And if you're uh, listening and watching uh, planb.sg right now and you're liking this content, don't forget to share and like uh, in your own social spaces. Yes. So we're going to book him, huh? Oh, we, we should. We after, definitely should. After Diwali, yeah? Sure. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. So, Effie, <laughs> take note. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have uh, a fantastic uh, Punjab cuisine. Oh, hopefully. my God, yes. Uh, I want that, take, uh, which is prawn. not that easy to find in Singapore. Yeah, I, I want, want the prawn biryani. <laughs> yes, <laughs> please. Yes. Can you add some squid? Yes, please. Spice it up. Seafood, but it's specialty. Can, mm. can, can. Nothing money can solve, bro. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking a short break right now for our sponsors on your plan B.SG. Don't go away. We interrupt this program to break... This podcast is probably brought to you by our friends from the Bravo Realtors. That's right. And you can call them right now for your property health check at this number. That's 8100-2300. I repeat, that's 8100-2300. Alternatively, you can also find them on their IG at the Bravo Realtors. Well, we are with our friends from the Bravo Realtors in the studio. Yeah. Kamal and Khalid. Yes. Share with us uh, a case study that you handled. Yeah, I Re- think recently or what? Uh, recently also. Okay, what uh, happened? It's a divorce case. Mm, okay. okay. But uh, by, I mean, before the divorce happened, right? Mm. It was planned. Okay. Huh? okay. Huh? It was planned. Planned divorce. Planned to divorce. <laughs> okay. This is something I, I don't encourage, la, but it was planned. So they both, both party, I mean, both uh, the couple have a house. Mm, okay. okay. So the husband... He's still the husband, right? The husband said, okay, why don't we sell? We earn all the profit. Uh-huh. We rent a place. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. Is it a stupid idea? I mean, the, the, <laughs> for, for the husband, it's not a stupid idea. Like, it's okay. a good idea. Uh-huh. So once they rented a place, mm, then they remarried. The husband filed for divorce. Ayo. No, but why do you need to divorce to do this? Because the house, and there's nothing that the wife can, I mean, uh, take from the husband already. It's already sold. Mm. Oh, why you see this topic now? <laughs> painful, <laughs> la, painful. See the nila. Oh my god. Then I'm, I'm telling you because of this case, right? Uh. I when I sit down and talk, it's legit, ah. It is. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for Raman. Raman is the side. I'm like, purposely, yeah. Purposely, yeah. I cannot say anything. Uh, they were married in that rented house. I think probably about three months. Uh, okay. Then filed for divorce. 
So there's no uh, asset on the nothing husband. To <laughs> nothing uh. to claim. Mm. So the wife didn't know anything about this. Then she never get anything. <laughs> well, I mean, she didn't know. No, she, she wasn't in on this, lah. She, she wasn't in on this. So I mean, forgive me, but the guy sounds like a bit of a dick, lah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but when they divorce, oh sorry, before they divorce, when they sold the first house, <laughs> did she get any share of the profits? She got lah. Why? No, no, Are you sure she didn't get any? Because it was uh, as a couple. You saw okay. Wait, I don't understand. Then she should get. A percentage, half right? Half one, yeah. Yeah. Meeting, right? Of course, but because it's as a couple. Okay. You say, you say, oh, couple, okay, lah, never mind. You just leave it in your bank account. Mm. That's it. Alamak. Wow. Oh, okay, so, okay, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. Uh, that's the money in the bank also finished. Yeah. Just, okay, like I said, this <laughs> was planned by, 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 by the husband. Yeah. Oh, so scammers. So, yeah. so Scammer when, minds, when yeah. this was planned, right? Uh. I Of course, the wife didn't see anything or didn't, yeah, didn't yeah, see yeah. any sign of this. Right, right, right. You see, yeah. That kind of husband deserves yeah. the kind of wife that will really yeah. cut him dry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Huh? I agree. No, but this is actually, if anything, right? This is like a warning, you know. Like, mm. don't don't think just because married, then everything like, you just throw to one side. It doesn't. Yeah. No, no, cannot. 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 That's my point. Cannot. People. No. Okay. But this one, no, no. Because they have two kids, you know. Okay. Two girls, two kids. I I was quite shocked when this was told by. I mean, I'm serving the husband. Uh, yeah. Right. So I don't know what happening. So he tell me all this is how he plays it. How, how can you have so much money? So this is what ah, happened. Okay. Wow. So he tell me everything. So oh my God. I say, wow, you are really something, man. <laughs> 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 your client, you can't say anything. The, wife, say anything. the wife needs a better lawyer. <laughs> I just think there are assholes on both sides of the gender. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Why do you mean on both sides? No, no, I'm not talking about this. Like there are other case studies where oh, yeah, like, the like, wife is like, 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 yeah, 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 they did certain things that you know you we as a husband uh, wouldn't even come across the mind to think of it. Like what? Like, like, what? like uh, I think I have handled one case. Uh, the husband caught the wife uh, having, uh, I mean, cheating, having, huh? cheating lah. Huh, okay. Video itself. Okay. So I was forced by. So you know, I was forced by the husband to hey, look at this video. Look at this video. <laughs> what is it? What is it? What's this? And they are not young. Okay. So it's very uncomfortable for us. It's to, uncomfortable to just to listen yeah. to about it from a. But you watch that, bro. First of all, it's an offense to uh, keep the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't know. It's an offense to show other people also. Yeah, yeah. we don't know. It is an offense. That's, yeah. that's the thing I say, but uh, please don't. I mean, we just settle. My job is just to yeah. settle the house. That's it. You don't mm. have to tell me what mm. she's doing or what you do. Mm. You, I don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to know. Don't tell me. No, but the, people? the thing is, the reality of divorce is that it is messy. Yeah, you know, and usually, I mean, ninety percent of the time, so it's fucked up. Sorry, <laughs> you don't get. Sorry. You there are cases, no? There are really beautiful, nice cases. Uh, Some thirty year marriage, then they are like amicable, amicable, just okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some are cases. I, I mean, we serve some cases where they are still good. Mm. After divorce, they are still having 
lunch together, they still mm. having dinner. Mm. Just because probably maybe don't have kids or what mm. after so many oh. years. I, I don't know about that. But mm. I don't want to ask. There's another case also that we handle a 70-year-old. Mm. Whoa. The having divorce. Of, divorce. Divorce. <laughs> oh, okay. The having an affair is the mum. Oh, you. That's 70. 70. I mean, it's not the best part, bro. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's not the best part. <laughs> the mum, 70 years old, is on a wheelchair. Oh. Maybe it's a fetish the or what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I, I mean, I'm not judgmental. You I'm, see. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, gonna yeah. judge. If anything, I'm gonna like heads off to this lady, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it happens. It happens. Yeah. On a wheelchair. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen that. Yeah. 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 You so see that? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know how else to react to this. Yeah. No, but some people say they cannot pukau, bro. Yeah, yeah. Why is pukau? Most, most people say that. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Why is pukau? Pukau yeah, like yeah. stigmatized like yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, right. Imagine the, the, uh, the boyfriend is 57 years old. 57? Yeah, and she's 70 on wheelchair. What's the, like, what's the logic to that? I mean, he wants the money or of what? Of course, love is money. Money, yeah. You won't know what's love, you won't know so. You won't know, but I know they have a lot of money. Right. Because of money lah. Love is nice. Like Raman say Pukau or... Was there any sex involved? I don't know. Do you want to know? Because I'm just like texting. That's cheating also. But with sex, what the fuck, man? Oh my God. Well, what can you do when you're on wheelchair, man? I don't know. I don't know. Nobody needs to know. I mean, there are videos. Oh, God. Okay. This is a product talk about poverty. Yes. So if you're on... A wheelchair, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is. If you're old, you you're young, or whatever it is, you you suspect yourself being hypnotized. Mm. <laughs> you can also call our friends from the property owners. They help you out. And they'll give you a, <laughs> give you a wake up call, <laughs> and uh, maybe send you to some shaman. Well, basically, yeah. when you're in that kind of situation, you definitely need advice, yes. mm. and you can definitely get advice by yes, calling please. this number, and that is eight one hundred two three hundred. I repeat, that's 8100-2300. Alternatively, you can also find them on their IG at the Bravo Realtors.